So, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And I'm also, or again, um, as the few last episodes, I'm pretty sorry that I may not sound that good today. But you know what? Um, this is what, you know, makes me some kind of happy. And, you know, why shouldn't I do this? The thing is, you know, most of the people will tell me, you know, just lay in bed and chill and so on. But the thing is, I can't do that. You know, I'm not the person for just chilling around and doing nothing and laying around all day long. You know, I like producing stuff. And um, just, you know, if you know yourself and if you're that self-aware, um, you know what you need and you know what makes you happy. And at my point of view, your psychological or just mental health and physical health is pretty correlated. You know, um, or always see it if or when I'm not that, you know, not that healthy in terms of my uh, physics. I tend to get, you know, a little bit sadder in general and so on and so on. Which, you know, but the, the other way around, then you can see that if I just do what I really love, I will get healthy in both ways. So if I am healthy in my mental state, so when I'm doing things I like or love or whatever, then I um, then I can also be healthy in my physical state. But enough talking, we had on to the last episode of the 30 triggers by Joe Sugarman or Zuggerman or Zagerman or whatever he is called. And um, yeah. For the things we've discussed the last episodes, I, you know, wish you to just check them out. Um, there may all be the links down in the description to, you know, to the, the podcast itself and or the YouTube channel if you want to watch the YouTube version or the, the video version of it. And yeah, but we will go on there. When selling with whether in print or TV or in personal selling situation, recognize that there is a very large segment of the population who, for whatever reason, has an emotional need to collect a series of similar products. You know, which in terms of collecting things is always the same. You know, you might collect coins, which is, um, you know, not that unfamiliar. You can collect, I don't know, there, there are so much crazy people who collect nearly everything. It's... It's crazy, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think, and I've just, I think, told about this, or talked about this, um, also in the last episode, is that I think that it's just our human nature to collect things that are um, maybe not similar, but, you know, in general, collect things. Because in our early days, we just needed things. We just needed the wood to make a fire. We just needed to look for deer or hunt deer or just, you know, look for berries and so on and collect them so that we can exist. I think that's our human nature, some sort of, some sort of. One of the ways the direct marketers optimize sales via the collecting instinct is by first sending free of charge with the very first shipment some sort of device to hold the collection. So it's by first sending free of charge with the very first shipment um, some sort. I don't know if this means that you should basically send them free stuff. So you know, like 
which is I think always some kind of good idea because if you just send out free stuff and it's actually a good product which you know leads to the to the thought that and um, also something I want to say is that if you have a really shitty product the best marketing can't do anything you know if your product is shit you can't market it as good you, you know you can but um, you will not make that many sales because you know your product I'm sorry your product is not good I just have to see go a little bit like this that I'm in the middle um, if your product is shit then uh, uh, yeah you can't really market it or not that good um, but you know by, by sending out your product which is then or should be good um, you just um, let them have a look at it and just tell them that there is actually your product and your product is good and this is the solution for the problem and so on and yeah but I think in terms of shipment that they you know start collecting your products because you know you you have free shipping which is often quite expensive uh, but yeah I hope I got that some kind of right or you know it's always for me important to give you some thoughts and just tell you what I am thinking about that maybe you can use my thought and uh, you know think ahead with my thought so that you get um, not only your thoughts and then in the comment section hopefully uh, thoughts of some other people but also my thought so that you know you have just a really big spectrum of opinions uh, with what you can or with it or with with what with with which with which um, you can really you know um, get everything out of this this texts I hope um, just because you have sold a customer product don't ignore the opportunity to sell them the same product again or a new variation of the product uh, which is also something Amazon does as I was telling you in the episodes before and you know when you buy a product you immediately get um, some variations of it or which is definitely true you just get you know if you're buying a foam roller you just get so you buy it or bought for example a, a black one then you immediately get a red one and a green one and so on as a suggestion and and or similar products or products products that could be combined with this product and often you can actually see on Amazon that um, some products or products that they bought with other products by other users so that you could just you know take them both at the same time uh, yeah in selling the concept of a sense of urgency involves two emotional aspects in the selling process one is loss or the chance of losing something and the other is procrastination um, so in terms of creating the sense of urgency um, I think if you have just a pretty great product and you are like you know this this offer just lasts for the next 24 hours and you just you know create such such kind of urgency to to buy your product because they think or they know that your product is um, you know solving their problem in terms of procrastination which is I'm sorry for deep L always translate with deep L it's at my point of view one of the best translators and I'm very sorry procrastination I've looked about yeah 
yeah, I think in terms of procrastination, you just make your product and your offer that that simple and also in terms of, you know, just um, really destroying all the negative faults that could be associated with your product. So if you say, yeah, you have that money back guarantee, yeah, you have free shipping, yeah, you have, um, I don't know, a great customer support and so on, so that you just eliminate all the fears your customer could have so that there is no procrastination, so that they see, yeah, you know, this product solves my problem, everything is good about it, it maybe has also a pretty great price, and so on. So these are the things I'm thinking about when I just, you know, hear this, or just read this. Um, But yeah, always make sure there's a sense of urgency in your sales presentation so that the prospect does not leave without you making that sale. Um, Which just leads me to the thought of, or something just I want to say is that um, in terms of this, you really have to be sure that this prospect needs your product or it's, you know, associated or associated with, with them. You can't really sell anyone something they do not need or do not want. Um, if you do not make the sale because of your shitty presentation or your shitty product, you just have to work on this. Which, you know, I think I mean this, this or they mean by, by saying... Um, always make sure there's a sense of urgency in your sales presentations so you do not or you do definitely make that sale Um, yeah but 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 um, is there something I can say to that yeah I think it's just you know the same as you know, this this offer only lasts for this on stage presentation. This offer lasts only for the next twenty four minutes. If you buy this now, you just get these and these products, um, you know, as bonuses and so on. Uh, Elma Wheeler recognized that if you reached a point when your prospect says, "Let me think about it" or "Let me discuss this with my partner," chances are you have lost the sale, which is yeah, totally true. It is critical that you make the sale and not accept a delaying tactic. Yeah, which is just, you know, the, a term for what they were just explaining before, you know, just, you know, uh, let me discuss this with my partner or let me think about it. Uh, the basic concept of exclusivity is to make the prospect feel that he or she is special that you are really allowing that prospect to buy a particular product that few people can obtain regardless of price. Which is, um, I'm thinking about if you just have a a person and you tell them like, you know, because I, you know, this is a pretty shitty example, but when you say, I I really like you, um, therefore you get this bonus and you get that price and the shipping is free for you and so on. Um, This may, you know, make for them a... You know, just, uh, you know, the the feeling of exclusivity. Or I was also uh, thinking about um, having a product that really suits them or only suits them. So these kind of persons, which, you know, um, I was just thinking about my back condition. So I have, if, if, I don't know if scoliosis is, let's see, scoliosis. I think it's not with new, but with an O, yeah. Yeah, I have a scoliosis. 
and therefore with when somebody would came up to me and be like you know i have this great i don't know pillow or mattress for you and this is very suited for you um because of your you know body conditions um you this would make or this would create some kind of feeling of exclusivity always make your offer simple is pretty important and always make the the buying process pretty simple because if you just have to take 50 clicks to just get to your fucking offer because you have so much to i don't know to um to to uh fill out or you know your signs there and i don't know so much things can can occur and there's just overall ads and you have to click them away this all makes the also experience you know not that good and also you know the sale itself the thing is and i've shown it in the last episode is that if you buy something on amazon you have to make i think a total of yeah so around i would say three two to two to five clicks um it really depends on you know if you just go to the website and click through all these these products and so on you know they there may be um, more clicks but if you are just like you know um, how should I say you know if you just you know know what product you need and you type it in and you click one time on on you know the product itself you wanna buy and then there is the one click buy thing then you have only two clicks so and this is pretty simple Realize that only after your prospect becomes your customer. Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. I've, I've lost that one. Realize that only after your prospect becomes your customer can you present more complicated offers and products. Um, yeah, which which makes sense. Consider many of the creative ways to instill the feeling of guilt in your prospect. You will find you selling to be a lot easier with a perceptive buyer when you grease the way with this powerful psychological trigger. When people perceive certain general statements as puffery or typical advertising bubble, those statements are at best discounted and accepted with some doubts. In contrast, statements with specific specific facts can generate strong believability, um, which is totally true. You know, if you just hear all the same shit again, you know, I don't know. I do not watch that much. Um, and just thinking, I'm always thinking about uh, TV commercials and or, you know, these really bad made TV commercials where they ha- show your product and, you know, uh, uh, a competitor product that's so total shit and theirs is so good and so on. I just always have to think about them because I think it's subconsciously and in terms of these psychological triggers and um, in terms of general marketing, um, they are pretty well because, you know, as you can see, they work so and you or I know that they work because they wouldn't make such commercials if they wouldn't work. And, but, you know, if you just, I don't know, I've, if I look at them and just, you know, it's such a cringe in my body, it's coming up and eating me through my, you know, my gut and everything, so yeah, sorry for, you know, being that direct, <laughs> um, but let's see, and there's a great tendency to buy from somebody with whom you are familiar, which is totally true, and I think, uh, familiarity has also something to do with trust 
because um, you know you wouldn't really buy something from somebody you do not trust and this is also some of the reasons why um, influencer marketing is such a great thing or you know such a great thing for uh, first of all the influencers and second of all the company who is or who is uh, willing to sell the product because all these fans or followers or so on they just really trusted person if they are just connected um, with them for a longer time and they you know they have some kind of relationship they really trust them and through this trust or because of this trust they really sell a lot to these people um, you know I was just always thinking about if it's you know really that that's some you know such a good thing this influencer marketing thing um, but I think yeah it is um, um, yeah only because I'm not buying something from any influencers or general uh, yeah influence in general so whether on, on Instagram nor on uh, YouTube or Facebook or whatever um, this doesn't mean that no no one else is doing that and this is just also something you have to remember only because you aren't doing something or you just think about or not think about something or you just do that doesn't mean that somebody else isn't doing that or should also be doing that it's also and this is something i actually really realized yesterday um because i was talking with someone and um you know she was telling me that something is not good for her and i was being like you know for me it's always good to do this and that and then I just realized that, you know, it's good for me, yeah, but it's not good for her. So why would I tell her something that's good for me and she exactly knows that it's not good for her? So there's no just, you know, no reason or no logical sense behind telling her this. It doesn't make any sense. Because if she really knows that this is not good for her, I can tell whatever. It doesn't matter. And I, I hope you, you got what I mean. Some sort of, it's a little bit that complicating uh, thing. Uh, whatever you're selling with the proper cre- credentials, you will automatically engage the power of hope, a powerful force that could motivate, inspire, and even trigger a sale. Uh, which makes sense. Realize that often you must go with the established way of doing things in order to accomplish your goals. You have got um, to pattern yourself with what is working and then harmonize with the marketplace. Once you have an established reputation, it's easier to try something different than you than that you yourself want to do, which is totally true. You know, if you're just um, really willing to sell sell something uh, online, selling through I don't know a really new platform like or in general. Yeah, you know, if you're just you're really willing to sell something online and you choose a platform that's not really established and no uh, no one knows and no one pretty trusts, it uh, may not be the best idea. And just then trying or going to a platform like, I don't know, Instagram or Facebook or YouTube to sell your things or to market on may be a better idea because these are established and these are trustworthy or trustable or whatever and um, it's also easier so you know often people make things way harder and I do it as well I make things harder and tougher as they actually are which is a pity and not that good 
Um, but yeah. The more the mind must work to reach a conclusion which is eventually successful reaches, the more positive, enjoyable and stimulating the experience. So the more the mind must work to reach a conclusion which is eventually successfully reaches, the more positive, enjoyable or stimulating the experiences. Which is, you know, is a little bit contradictive to what they, or if it's, yeah, it's pretty shit if I'm like this, sorry. This is good. Yeah, this, this will good because of, you know, you can see me a little bit better. And if I take it like this, everything is also quite fine. Even though it's, you know, I, I'm sorry that I have to hold the micro today. But, uh, but yeah. Um, you know, it's a little bit contradictive if they just say before that you should always make it as simple as possible. Um, and then they say, you know, if it's a little bit challenging is good because they I know why because people always feel and this is something I was talking about the last episode again or as well and it's something from the book how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie the book I really love and the book I should read again um, but it's you know people like to to um, achieve something themselves to look for something themselves, to create something themselves, which, uh, you know, is just, you know, the thing they talk about here. You should make it a little bit challenging or, um, you know, you let you should let the, the mind be working because then they feel like, you know, they made the conclusion themselves. Um, they, you know, get, got these informations themselves and so on and so on, which, you know, really makes them positive and enjoyable and you know uh, it doesn't make them enjoyable but the whole situation makes it enjoyable and I think it's really then stimulating yeah if you make your sales pitch too obvious the prospect will feel either patronized or bored make the prospect think in order to come to a conclusion and you create a very stimulating mental effect which is you know just the thing I was talking about the more the mind must work to reach a conclusion that is eventually successful reaches, and this is just the same thing as above, and, uh, you know, yeah. But this was actually it with this um, book summary. I'm pretty happy that I got through this. Just took a little bit too long, I guess, you know, it's, I think it were now like four to five episodes, which is really quite long. And um, I have to think about if I'm doing something like this again, you know, just um, really taking up so much time or not. But, um, first of all, really thank you for going through this with me. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. I hope it brought you some value. And, um, you know, again, this is from the Samuel Thomas Davis.com website. There are a lot else book summaries and, you know, also some articles I've seen, which are, you know, also related to all these things they are talking about. So, uh, it's business, it's psychological stuff, it's uh, remembering stuff. I sometimes feel like, you know, I, I remember the, the shittiest piece of shit, but something that's pretty important I do not really, really know. So, psychological, self-help, business books, let's go to this, you know. You can always make it hard for yourself, or just, you know, uh, pretty simple. 
So business, biographies, health and fitness books, leadership book summaries, philosophy, psychology, psychology, sorry, um, self-help and writing book summaries. So writing book summaries seems to be, you know, books about writing books, which, yeah, it's a little bit weird. And then there's also some uh, annual reading lists of this persons. I hadn't really, you know, thought through this whole thing if these are just three persons or if this is one person. I don't know. It, you know, he or they just write it as it was uh, one person, it seems like for me. But, um, you know, yeah, it's three names, so it's a little bit. Yeah. So they also have a letter. And yeah. Uh, a newsletter, sorry. Um, yeah. And they have also the best books of 2018, the best books of 2017, 16 and 15. So it's a fairly big library of things. And then there is news book summary, which is cash Verdicing, how to use more than 100 secrets of ad agencies psychology to make big sales selling anything to anybody or to anyone by drew eric whiteman which is from the 17th or 27th december or 27th of december 2018 but i think and i maybe just you know afterwards just see what i will discuss the next time and for this now I have to say goodbye, I'm really happy for you to go with me through this as I said before and you know if there's anything just comment down below if you're on YouTube or just you know comment on any post I made on social media or DM me or just whatever and I'll see you the next time, bye.